Welcome to the Driven Real Estate Podcast by Remax Hallmark, where we interview top performing realtors, listen to their ideas, strategies, and advice so we can raise the bar and make your story a success story. Here's your host, John Der Perez. Hey everybody, this is John Der Perez. Thank you for tuning in to the Driven Real Estate Podcast by Remax Hallmark. Today I'm joined by Barbara Brindle as she hosts this episode of the podcast. Barbara interviews today's guest who, in her early 20s, worked in retail and hospitality. She got her real estate license and worked in real estate part-time while working at her full-time job and raising her young children. A crucial turning point in her job and family life prompted her to take the leap into real estate full-time. She shares with us the challenges she faced starting out, the strategies she used to build up her business, and the turning point in her real estate journey that led her to success. She is a recipient of the Remax Platinum Club Award and the Remax Hall of Fame Award. Let's listen to Barbara Brindle and let's welcome Ashley Gerard. Ashley, thank you for being here today. I'm just going to start off with a simple question. What's your secret to success? Um, I think that's a really big question, uh, but on a larger scale, I think for me it's really simple. I'm a very positive person. And I believe, especially in this business, that literally anything is possible. This business can be anything that you want it to be, whether it's on a small scale or a large scale. Uh, But the longer that I do this, and the more that I see people within the company doing well, it sort of solidifies that even more, that literally anything is possible in this business. Fantastic. Tell us a little bit about how you got started in real estate. Okay, so that's a long story, and it ends in a little bit of an embarrassing story, but I'll go back. Um, So when I was done high school, uh, I was in retail for a little while, like a lot of people. Uh, And from there, I got into the restaurant business where I was a bartender. And at 21 years old, uh, I met my husband at work. I was a bartender. He was a server. We worked together. Uh, and really shortly after that, by the age of 23, we decided to start a family and I was pregnant with our son. So at that time I was doing both bartending and I was doing some retail. Uh, and because of, uh, getting pregnant with him, uh, we needed a new place to live. So I was renting something on my own that I had only really been on my own for about six months and my husband was still living with his parents. So I thought fantastic we can find a bigger place to rent and he immediately told me over my dead body there's no way we're gonna rent we're gonna buy something but we didn't have any money so I thought how the heck are we gonna buy something we don't have any money Uh, so we went home to his parents and he asked them if we could borrow some money and they were gracious enough to say yes Uh, so we bought our first condo Uh, and then you fast forward a few years and I'm pregnant with our daughter uh, and I'm still a bartender And I'm sort of at a crossroads. I had a fantastic gig. I had the daytime gig, so I would go to work at 10 o'clock in the morning. I'd be done at 4 o'clock. It was mostly cash. It was good money. Um, But I was at a crossroads. And uh, it's kind of funny because what sort of brought me there is I now have two kids. I'm a young mom. Most of the other parents around me have a good 10 years on me. But whenever you would meet new people, the first question they would always ask you is, what do you do for a living? And I was a bartender. And the people that I was speaking to were doctors and lawyers or owners of companies. And 
I was sort of at a place where it was sort of int intimidating to tell people that I was a bartender still, although there's nothing wrong with being a bartender, it's a fantastic job. Uh, so I went home and I started talking to my husband, and by that time we had bought and sold a couple properties, we lived in a townhouse now, uh, and I really enjoyed the process. It was fun and it was exciting. And I thought to myself, you know, maybe I don't have to move so often. If I do this for a living, I can help other people. And it was my husband who really pushed me and said, you'll be really good at this. Why don't you give it a go? So I said, okay, that's my new five-year goal. And he laughed in my face and he said, Ashley, you're going to be on maternity leave soon. You have six months to get your real estate license. So I thought, you know what? You're right. I have time off. So I did that. Within six months, I got my real estate license. Uh, and I joined Remax right away. Um, but because we had a young family and we had to pay bills and real estate is all commission, I was really scared to commit full-time. So I was still working part-time as a bartender and doing real estate part-time, which everybody knows now is kind of a no-no. But I was doing it because that was my comfort zone. And I don't know how this happened, but in a short amount of time, somehow I missed two shifts at my, at my work. Uh, which had never happened before. I have no idea how I didn't know about them. And I also got in trouble a couple times for being caught negotiating real estate deals in the back while I was supposed to be serving tables in the front. So I actually got fired. And I was mortified. I got on the phone to my husband in tears. Oh my God, you're going to be so mad at me. I just got fired from the job that brings us consistent money. And uh, he said, stop crying come home and we're going to celebrate. And that is how I actually took the leap of faith. I no longer had a crutch to lean on and that's how I got started full time by being fired. <laughs> First time I had ever been fired in my life. What a great story. <laughs> you got pushed out of the nest. Totally. Yeah. I had no choice but to figure it out at that point. So now you're, brand now you're in it full time. Yeah. Um, what was your biggest challenge getting started full-time? Uh, so, to be honest, it's, it was hard in the beginning. Um, what I tell people now is, you know, on paper, you can be the best real estate agent, you can take all the courses, you can know how to do all the paperwork, but unless you have clients to work with, there's no point to any of it. So in the beginning, it was getting clients. And I was young and I was naive and I thought just because I had my real estate license, everybody that I knew would use me, but that didn't happen, which was probably in hindsight one of the best things that ever happened. Some people did use me, but I had a couple friends who did not and even a couple family members and it hurt big time in the beginning. Um, but I think it also made me realize that you're not just going to get business for the sake of getting business. You have to prove your worth and prove that you are successful and you do know what you're talking about. Um, so it made me up my game. It made me understand that, you know, you have to prove to people why they should work with you. They're not going to just automatically use you because they know you. So I, I think that that was one of the hardest things, but it's probably one of the best things that could have happened in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I agree with you. I think that's a that's a big misconception that people have when they first get their license. Yeah, and even so, people complain about it when they've been doing it for a long time. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, you know, my best friend from my childhood didn't use me. Well, it makes you, you know, put on your big girl or big boy panties and, you know, go figure it out. 
right? So fast forward to today, from then, what are some of the things that you did to overcome that that issue from the beginning? That specific issue, I was really sensitive when I was a lot younger. This business made me a lot stronger. Um, so, you know, when that would happen in the beginning, uh, it would hurt your feelings. It really would. And, you know, there was a couple times I was in tears. Um, but as I got older and I do this more and more, I only allow myself to focus on that for a smaller and smaller amount of time. So in the beginning, that might bug me for a week, uh, which is horrible because it ruins your whole week. And then it turned into, okay, I'll only allow that to bother me for a couple days and then a day. And now if something bad happens, I only let it bug me for five minutes and then you got to move on. That's a great piece of advice. <laughs> That's a great piece of advice. In fact, I, I noticed that when I interview top agents is it's not how many times we get knocked down. It's right. how fast we get back up. I totally agree. That's very yeah. good. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> so how did you build your business to where you are today? I've known you now for almost five years yeah. and I look at you today and I just think, wow, what a difference. <laughs> I remember and the that's first just time I ever met you. And that's just I in the last it. five years. Right. So a lot yeah. of things have changed. I remember the first day I met you. And I remember you said to me, because I guess I was five years in the business at that point, And you said, Ashley, you won't remember this, but you said, this is such an amazing time in your career because you're over the hump. And this is when people really start to shine. You probably don't remember saying that to me, but I totally remember that. Uh, and it's true. You know, it, it's tough in the beginning. It really is. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I've had some really tough times. Um, but once you get over that first hump is when, you know, your phone starts to ring every once in a while and you get repeat business. Um, I'm sort of in a transitional point in my career right now. Um, a couple of years ago, an agent from our office um, approached me and we started doing some stuff together and uh, he was gracious enough to give me some leads, which really helped in the big scheme of things. And then in this past year, another agent approached me uh, for a, a, a partnership, uh, which I probably would have turned most people down, but it sort of came at the right time where I was thinking, okay, if I want to get to the next level, I'm probably going to have to bring somebody else in because I only have so many hours in the day. And with the amount of business I was doing at the time, it was, it was a lot for me. I was working a lot of hours. Um, so when this person approached me, I was open to it. I thought that maybe I would be hiring somebody like an assistant, but she was looking for a partnership. Uh, so we tested each other out. We said, okay, we're not going to commit to anything right away, but we started door knocking, uh, like two to four days a week together to get to know each other and to, you know, see how it went. And it's been amazing. And it has made, I've always loved real estate, I really, really do. Um, but when you have some of those hard times, you're alone and it can be really difficult. And it's really made my job so much more fun. And even the door knocking, which I used to get nervous, I used to dread doing. Now we do two hours a day and it's like going for coffee with your girlfriend and we're laughing the whole time. And even when I'm extremely busy, the prospecting part of my day feels like the downtime. It's like nothing. So 
that is something that's happened in the past six, seven months, which is just recent, but I think that will be the thing that sort of propels me to the next stage of my career. So if I could just uh, laser in a little bit, from five years when we first met to joining up with someone else, what did you do to get so busy that you needed someone else? What are some of the things that you did to build your business? Um, well, I right from the very beginning, I did open houses. So even as a brand new agent, I did open houses and I enjoyed doing them. Um, so I would do those for other agents when I was new, but then when I was busier five years into it, I would do them for myself. Um, I would door knock, but I would door knock only when I started to slow down, which I know that if you want to be consistent, you need to do it on a consistent basis, which I wasn't. I was only doing it when it was convenient for me. Um, so I consistently did those things. I think I really focused on my client experience, making it more enjoyable for them, more fun for them. That was a real focus for me. Um, I actually moved this year, as you know, for the first time in six years, which was really, an, even though we do this every day for other people, to go through the process on your own, it was really eye-opening for me. Uh, and sometimes, you know, we our clients are unreasonable when they go through this process. It really made me realize the stress level and that you know, when people are changing their mind all the time, it's normal. I did the exact same thing when I went through the process. So I think I focused and I continue to focus on, you know, making it a better experience for our clients because you want it to be fun. Most of the time it's an exciting time. You know, if it's your first house or you're moving up to a bigger house, it is really exciting for them and you want to focus on that more than the stressful parts. Um, so I really focused on that for a long time and when you're nice to people and you know you do what you're supposed to do and you say what you're gonna do and stick to it good things just happen and you just naturally get busier and they call you back so I'm hearing that you do activities that you enjoy doing so you picked open houses you picked right. door knocking right. and I hear you say fun yeah. So do you think that you have chosen prospecting activities intentionally around things that you enjoy doing? Yeah, and it's gone in cycles. So I went through a phase where I did open houses a lot because I did really enjoy it. And then I feel like I got stuck in a rut for a while where I actually stopped enjoying doing that particular thing. Which is a good time to stop. Yeah, yeah. Um... Funny enough, I, I always did like, I would prefer door knocking than cold calling. Cold calling to me uh, scares the bejesus out of me. I would rather knock on a door somebody's going to be mean to me and say it to my face. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I didn't mind doing those things. Um, and I, I think that is important is finding the things that you like to do. And sometimes you got to step away from them, try something else, and then come back to it with a fresh perspective. Mm -hmm. Which now when I do open houses and I'm with Amanda... It's fun. Like, it's not like work. You're with somebody else. The energy level is totally different. So it's fun again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's great. I'm glad, I'm glad that came out. <laughs> Tell me, what does a typical day look like for you? Okay. Um, so I get up at about 7.15 every morning, uh, get my kids ready. 
they're not young anymore, they're 10 and 13, so I wake them up and they do most of it on their own. Uh, but I take them to school for 8 o'clock. Uh, when I get home from, from taking them to school, it's like 8.05. I normally sit down at my computer for an hour, um, answer emails, you know, look at new inventory, that sort of thing. Um, when we're door knocking, which is most of the time, Amanda and I normally meet at about 10 o'clock, and from 10 till 12, we typically door knock. Um, after that, I squish in, you know, the emails and the phone calls that happened while we were door knocking. Uh, I pick my kids up from school every day at 2.30. I'm the one that gets them, so I'm always available to pick them up. I normally have downtime normally until about 4 o'clock. Uh, and then if I have showings in the evening or negotiations or whatever, it's normally from 4 o'clock onward. Uh, both of our kids play competitive soccer, so they, they do have you know, practices in the evenings and games. Um, I have a husband who really supports what I do, so he has no problem juggling everything at home if I need to be away at night. Um, now something that just changed recently is I was, I was really busy, and one of the things I was sort of struggling with was you know, how do you get to the next level? How do you do more business when you're already working a 12-hour day? Like, where's the time going to come from? And I went to a networking event, which was a free event. It was before um, a course that was the next day. And I met another young guy who was like 30, 32 years old from Edmonton. And he was going to be one of the speakers the next day. And we hit it off, we're chatting, and he's telling me how you know, he does like 80 deals a year on his own, which blows my mind. Uh, and he has a team that does another 50, 60 deals. Plus he has two or three kids at home, and he coaches their hockey, and he's with them all the time. And he's got balance in his life. So the first thing I think is like, bullshit, how do you do that? <laughs> like I don't believe him. So I said, okay, if, if I'm struggling where I am, you know, what can I do differently? And he said to me, which probably changed my life, what time do you wake up in the morning? And I said, you know, 7, 7.15, like everybody else. And he says, wake up an hour earlier every day and see what happens. And this was in the fall. And so I started doing it right away. I don't do it all the time. If I'm not super, super busy, I don't need to get up that hour early. But it's amazing what you can get done in an hour before your kids are awake. Like, mind-blowing. Wow. Yeah. So that's one thing that I started changing. Like I said, I don't do it all the time, but when I start to feel like I'm too busy, I just wake up an hour earlier. It's like genius. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I love that. There was one other question I wanted to, to throw in here based on something I heard you say earlier with your growth over the last couple of years. Is there, was there a big aha for you in the last couple of years? Because I've noticed that your, project, your production really exploded. Was there something that you were doing, something that you did that caused that to happen, to get critical mass? There what did was you do? something that happened that was pretty traumatic. It was, probably a, it was probably around the year that we met, so maybe about five years ago. Um, and I had been doing well for a couple of years and I just had one of those years that uh, I was really busy working and you know it wasn't like I was sitting at home I was busy working I was on appointments I was you know working a lot and it was one of those years when a lot of things fell apart 
and it was really difficult. It was one of those years where I didn't get a paycheck for months and months. Believe it or not, I went nine months without getting a paycheck. It was extremely painful. And my husband had to sort of give me an ultimatum, and he said, Ash, you know, I need you to bring in some money, and if it's going to continue to be like this, you're going to have to find a real job. So it made me, and he was right, I, I, I was working hard and I was out of the house, but nothing was coming in. So it made me think, okay, so if real estate's not going to be what it's going to be, what else is there for me? What would I enjoy doing? And there wasn't anything else. I really realized that this is all that I want to do. Um, so he said, Ash, you've got six months to figure it out. And if you can't start making money, you're, you're going to have to do something else. So I literally put my head down and I didn't take no as an answer and this was just gonna work. It was just, it had to work. There was no other option. And that is when I saw things come together. So it was- Failure is not an option. To 100%. Love like it. I went nine months without a paycheck. It hurt. And then you're platinum. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I've noticed you've changed some of your marketing materials. You've really uh, stepped up your game even more. You know what? Recently. When you have somebody else working with you, you can do, like, not only can you get twice as much done, you can probably get ten times as much done. It's amazing when you've got somebody else contributing how you can up your game really quickly. Beautiful. So tell us what keeps you motivated to run at your speed each day. I love it. I love working with people. We're really lucky most of the time. You know, you get to work with really beautiful people. You meet great people. You do have to deal with the odd jerk once in a while, but the big picture is we work with great people. And I'll tell you, even sometimes I, I don't feel motivated. Last week I left the house uh, to deliver a deposit check and I had a headache and I didn't feel like doing anything. And I delivered the deposit check. Amanda was doing a home inspection. I thought, okay, I'm gonna go in and see the buyers for a couple minutes. Uh, and honestly, seeing them, it was the first time they had purchased a house together. They were excited. It changed my mood seeing our client. I left and I thought, oh my, I don't even have a headache anymore. I felt like a million bucks just because when you work with good people, they uplift you. And it sounds cheesy, but it, it really is true. So tell me more about that um, environment. So you started here. Mm -hmm. How does this environment support you in that's your business? Good, that's a really good question. I feel very lucky um, in a lot of, kind of all the good things that happened in my life. I didn't necessarily pursue them. They just happened. I can say that with my husband. I can say that with my business partners. And I can say that with Remax Hallmark. I worked for this brokerage before, which I was happy with. But when you guys took over, and I'll tell you, when I found out that five years ago that we were being bought out by a larger company, my first impression was not, you know, excitement. I really thought, oh, no we're just going to be a number now. That really was my first impression. But we have so much support. You support me so much. I don't have to call you too often with, you know, horror stories, but when they happen, you are there. 
Um, and there's so much free information. You wouldn't think that after 10 years in the business, you would need courses to go to, that sort of thing, but you really do. Um, whenever I slow down and I'm not crazy busy, which typically happens in the fall, I'll pick my favorite courses uh, at the training center, and sometimes it's a sentence somebody says, sometimes it's a word that somebody says that really resonates with you, and it, it works. I'll give you an example. Uh, the words prove it. I went to uh, one of the seminars in the fall and one of the agents that was hosting it said, if you're going to give promises to people, you better be able to prove it. And that hadn't sunk in with me until then, but it's true. If you're going to say, I I'm the best person to sell your house and I'm going to get you more money, you better be able to back it up. Also, it's just false accusations, you know what I mean? So little things like that can really change how you do your business. You get inspired. Absolutely. And when you're inspired, you do more. Absolutely. Think different. Yeah. I can see that. That's amazing. <laughs> so you've been around for a while. Uh, there's lots of people listening, various years in the business, various levels of experience. Talk to us about uh, one thing that you would like to pass on to the next to the next real estate agent. Be them new in the business or be them at your level or even beyond what what would you like to say I think think big when you're new in the business and it's hard you know you could listen to this and go oh, that's easy for her to say but I was there like if you think that making a hundred thousand dollars is big cool but once you make that maybe it's 250 and then you see people one of my biggest ahas was when I did make platinum and I went to the awards ceremony I was very proud of myself but I looked around, I was sitting in a room of people. There were people in there that were doing diamond and double diamond, and they were my age. So as much as, you know, be proud of your accomplishments, think big, because other people are doing it, so so can you. Why not me? Exactly, why not me? Beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much for being with us today. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Driven Real Estate Podcast. To listen to more success stories, visit our website at hallmarkdriven.com.